0: up guys Jordan here today we are joined by Lachlan who's a member of the Affluent Academy based in Australia across the other side of the world so I can't wait to dive into this one and see how things differ across the ponds. now Lachlan is the owner of Social Slingshot he's killing it and so without further ado let's get straight into this interview Lachlan thank you so much for being here now as always I'd like to start this off with a bit of an introduction so if you could give the guys um, or everybody watching this guys and girls um, a bit of a background on how were you somewhat across digital marketing and maybe when you realized you wanted to be a business owner?
1: Yeah, so pretty much finished high school just like most other people out there and then just went straight into working so I tried to get a trade like a couple of apprenticeships but I ended up just being stuck in a laboring job. I was pretty much just pulling nails out of recycling wood like eight hours a day like boring as shit like <laughs> you don't know what boring is until you've done that and then um yeah just moved into some like other labouring jobs like carpet playing and stuff and then started looking into drop shipping i saw a few of those gurus popping up throughout my feeds and that sort of shit so i got sucked into that and then yeah just come across social media marketing saw a couple of your videos watched youtube for a fair while and then decided that i would join the social media marketing school at the time and then okay. yeah pretty much the rest is history
0: Amazing, amazing. So you're, you're an OG back to the social media marketing school. <laughs> yeah, I'd been around for a
1: little bit by then. You'd had a few um, reviews and that sort of thing. So that got me across the line. Yeah,
0: that's, that's amazing, man. So, but how, how was the journey been? So it's been, it's been a little while since social media marketing school. Has it been plain sailing? Has it been uh, an upward spiral? Has it been a roller coaster? What's, what's it been like?
1: Uh, pretty much like this, <laughs> like no <laughs> growth at all. Okay. So yeah, I joined social media marketing school and then um, like I've got a few smaller clients that kept me going and that sort of thing, like local businesses, like pretty much everyone starts out with and then probably did that for about a year and a half. Last summer, I probably had like between 7,500 calls and closed none of them, which was pretty depressing uh, All okay. like solar companies, like local businesses, uh, spas, and that sort of thing. So yeah, that was pretty depressing <laughs> and then just kept going because I had those couple of clients. I was like, no way I'm going back to work. And then, yeah, just talking to other people in the community kept me going and that sort of thing. And then, yeah, switched over to Loom and once I started recording those videos and sending them over, yeah, it's of massive growth in the last three months, but it's probably taken me a year and a half to get to where I am. Amazing.
0: So so you, it's more specifically your outreach that you changed, which had the, the, the that, that aided you in actually converting more people. Would you say that there's anything specifically that you changed... With your sales tactics, did you just feel like you became a more matured salesperson over that time period, or I'm trying to work out that that very big change because I know you signed up like 11 clients in the last three months, which is <laughs> insane, uh, and I've seen yeah. the bank statements to prove. <laughs> so, which is which is brilliant, but something significant must have changed during that. So, what is that?
1: Yeah, I think on those calls last summer, like I wasn't 100 percent confident in what I was selling, and then like. A- like three months ago i saw my first econ client and it just went nuts like we just hit two hundred thousand dollars from like six and a half k spend or something so that's like showing those case studies and just knowing that it works and that sort of thing has really helped my confidence and then actually going in and showing the clients like where to go on shopify to look at the data and that sort of thing and then they're seeing like a conversion rate of 0.5 or something and they had to carts like a thousand and you're like look, look how much money is being left on the table. And they're like, yep, signed up straight away. Oh, yeah. Like my last seven calls or something has all been closes. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that's mega. That's, that's so cool. So you'd, would it be fair to say that beforehand, you maybe were hesitant in your sales strategy because you weren't necessarily confident in your ability to deliver the results. And therefore that came across yeah. in your meeting.
1: Yeah, I, like I was confident, of, like I'd get results, but like I wasn't confident. Confident, like I, I was confident in like I could put up at that, but I wasn't sure whether it was going to work. And I think the business owners could sniff that out, sort of thing. And now I come across like I know what I'm talking about, and I can put case studies in front of them now, and
0: they're just like, yep. <laughs> take "Yeah, take as much as you want, pretty much." That's the thing. I mean, a lot of people struggle with that, and rightfully so. When you're first starting out, you get that imposter syndrome. It's like, well. Um, I don't uh, who am I to be running ads for a business for thousands of pounds per month, especially, especially like even in your position, when you've like, you've come from like jobs, which are like the polar opposite. You're like, you're coming from like,
1: yeah, I don't talk to anyone during the day. Like I was working by myself or the bloke next to me that was helping me like <laughs> carpet. So yeah, I wasn't talking to many people throughout the day. So yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's mad. And so it's such a shock to the system when you're then going to have to, to, to go into something else. And so for anyone watching this right now, having that, it is difficult to get that initial confidence from... Um, from pitching a service that you don't know how to deliver Uh, but I think being part of a community um, or even just being part of a Facebook group with other people who are doing the same thing looking at people who are already successful in that industry especially the results that they're getting for their clients can really fuel you with a lot of confidence that Facebook ads really do work or Google ads or whatever service it is that you're you're offering but is that it is that first client I mean I remember and again I I never recommend it but I signed my first client a restaurant without knowing how to run Facebook ads Um, and, and I think that came from the fact that I was already very very good at sales so I was quite good at f- not well I suppose falsifying or fronting that confidence in my ability to deliver um, whereas for other people who haven't had that experience that can be a very very daunting thing so it's getting that first client but moreover that signing up a high quality client that you can then get results for so you can then leverage that case study because I always say to people the first client's the hardest like really good clients the hardest? Because you've had, you've had clients in the previous year, but presumably the results weren't as amazing as this e client, which you're now leveraging.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they were bad results. They Like if I knew what I knew now, I'm like, I could track the results like I do now. Like they would probably be still clients. <laughs> like they were pretty yeah. simple lead generation ones and they're pretty high ticket. So I think if I could actually show them how much money they were making and like, the conversion on it, like I think I'd still have them as clients. But since I couldn't show that back then, um, yeah. yeah, I lost them,
0: but it, it's good because they were probably not the best clients either, so. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. fair. that's fair. You often sign up the first couple of clients, you end up signing up because you want the money rather than you're thinking about the quality so much of the client. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, It's yeah. so important to to track things properly um, and to, to know exactly how much money you're generating people because that just fills you with so much more confidence. Uh, Lachlan, can you paint a picture of your current outreach strategy then? What's, what's your end-to-end outreach strategy looking like at the moment? Are you... Are you using one particular platform? Are you just emailing? Are you cold calling? What, what are you doing? Uh,
1: yeah, so pretty much I'm finding the leads myself at the moment. I've <laughs> been trying to get a lead generator in lately because I've been so busy and it's kind of lacking at the moment. Mm. But before then, um, yeah, just generating leads myself, I like would be getting up pretty early in the morning and generating like 20, 30 leads and then mm-hmm. just smashing them out through the day and then hitting them with an email and an Instagram DM and then just sending a few follow ups. They don't reply, they don't reply and move on to the next. Yeah, what they say on Monday.
0: Sweet, but you're hitting them from multiple angles, are you?
1: Yeah, yeah, just an uh, email and Instagram DM. But if they don't have Instagram, I might hit them on Facebook, but not too many. I'm usually just prospecting on Instagram at the moment. So,
0: yeah. That's cool. And And so, are you? Uh, when you're actually uh, doing Loom videos and you're sending over for anybody who doesn't know a Loom video, it's a simple screen recording with you in the corner and you can go through and you can tell people, you can pitch your service, you can uh, go through somebody's website, go through somebody's uh, uh, social media and you can run through the ads that they've got in the moment, give them some kind of free value in the hopes to get a meeting with them. Are you sending that video in your first message or are you opening up a conversation and then sending it afterwards so you're not wasting too much time?
1: Uh, yeah, I was doing that to start with, but I found I wasn't getting many replies or many people interested. Now I've just switched to sending it on the first message, and I'm seeing like people actually opening it and looking at it um, much more often than what they were when I was asking permission for on the send. Like if you just put it in front of them, they get going to click on it. I know, like I do when I open up an email, I have to click
0: on like everything, which is probably bad. It probably wastes a lot of time, but that's something I do. And is it, and is it the link you're sending, or is it like a, a screenshot of the actual video itself with a play button in the middle?
1: Uh, no, I should be doing that. <laughs> I've just been sending yeah. the link. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> you might have saying. to show me how to do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend you doing that. So yeah. put an image of like of the actual video itself with a play button, like a fake play button. And people like people are scared uh, sometimes to click links because it's like okay, it's the first time I've heard from this person. I don't know who they are. I don't know if this is a virus or whatever. But then when you have that image, for some reason, they think they can just watch the video. And then the, the image is the hyperlink to the actual Loom video itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not <laughs> <So you're> always like. <laughs> give it a go and see how that works out so you, you've got like 11 clients at the minute there's obviously a huge breakthrough within the agency and you probably uh, i mean imagine it like i mean if nobody expects success well not not smart people don't expect success overnight but i imagine it was taking its toll on you a bit having a period of time when you were kind of up down via agency plateauing for a while how has your life changed since you've uh, over the last three months how how much of an impact has this had on you um yeah, what's what's the personal situation like tell me
1: Yeah, um, probably not much has
0: changed because we've been in (laughs) lockdown. So, oh yeah,
1: yeah, you've had a band in Australia, haven't you? Yeah, we're pretty much just allowed out of our house as of yesterday. So uh, (laughs) it's been pretty pretty bad. Just walking around for an hour with a mask on, and that's about the only time you're allowed to leave your house unless you come to the supermarket. So personal life hasn't changed too much, but got some savings there. Uh, Restaurants are open. uh, Restaurants and cafes open, so I've already pulled black three times over the next week or so. Yeah.
0: Gotta go out and enjoy myself a few nights. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, get out get out of the house. Get out of that lockdown. So, did you find that that influenced your agency a lot, or were you are you just reaching out to Australian companies or the international?
1: Uh, it was mainly yeah, mainly Australian. Yeah, uh, like I had it, like I had a uh, like a reusable coffee cup company in the UK, and like I just found the time zone a bit annoying. <laughs> like his calls at eight o'clock at night. It's not really something I want to be doing. Like with clients and that sort of thing. And it was just a bit of a hassle. So, uh, yeah, I decided just to focus on Australian
0: companies. And now I've got a couple of good clients so I can get referrals off them and that sort of thing as well. So, yeah, amazing, amazing. You're, you're now going to be on that referral trainer as well, which is going to keep you busy. So, it's operation expansion, need to start building that team. Are you doing all of the. Um, are you doing all of the service delivery yourself at the moment? I noticed you, you mentioned to me beforehand that you're getting an average of eight times ROAS on all of your clients, which is amazing guys. That means for every pound their client's are spending, they're getting on average eight back, which is, which is really, really great. So are you doing that all yourself? And is that manageable with outreach? Uh,
1: yeah. So as I
0: said before, outreach has taken a bit of a hit. I, have, I do have a VA doing some
1: looms for me, but, um, as I said, I was trying to get another lead generator in, but I haven't really found a good one yet. So, yeah, pretty much doing it all myself. Outreach is lacking a bit at the moment, but I've got some referrals coming through that I'm having to chat to and those sorts of so, things. And managing all the ad accounts myself
0: every day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so how, are you, how are you finding client communication? Are you managing everything through slack or whatsapp do so they have your phone number are you are you finding that now you're going to have to hire somebody who's going to be doing this management or what, what's like the what's the next step so to continue growing the agency
1: yeah so pretty much <laughs> client contacts pretty much all over the place some message me through instagram some with my phone number some with my email so i probably need to clean that up but at the moment i'm pretty comfortable with where i am now since i've been in lockdown for like six months or something i'll probably just get a chill out a bit yeah. um enjoy it like coming up to christmas and that sort of thing enjoy that enjoy a bit of summer because it's warming up now so probably just going to chill out a bit on the outreach and signing up new clients until the new year and then yeah i really need to get some new systems in place <laughs> yeah, that's like more streamlined and everything like that so
0: that's fair man. that's fair and you and you need to you need to have that time to enjoy like you have to have that time to to just actually enjoy what you have done as well, because if you continue growing, sometimes like you just forget to do that, and you just kind of get bogged down in life. What what do you what are you into in your personal life? What, what 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 hobbies have you got? What things are you looking forward to do? Are, are you are you a, a cliche Australian who loves to surf? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I live
1: in like, like I used to live like three hours north, like four, four hours from the beach. So oh, okay. um, I used to live on like the Murray River, if you know what that is. So um, ski boats and that sort oh, of thing. Oh, we that that sort of thing um, like sports pretty big in my sports um, usually play footy and cricket but that's been yeah. <laughs> locked down um can't put on a few kegs over the lockdown so yeah
0: have you been able to go out for exercise
1: yeah one hour a day
0: <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. oh, that's like awful. no
1: contact sport no no sports no anything all we can do is go for a walk with one other person
0: um, and that's it. <laughs> at least you're coming out of it now. It's looking like us guys in the UK, we're going to be going back into it. So I, I'm yeah. making the most of everything we can get. I'm going out for like a walk every morning, smash it out the gym and everything, because yeah, it's looking like we're going to go back into it, which is fine for our industry, but it's not really great for, you, for your mental stability, having to be locked in the house all day. Like yeah, like,
1: yeah, we've definitely had the worst lockdowns over Australia, Victoria, and then um, yeah, everything's been locked down, cafes, pubs gyms everything everything you can't go to work you have to work from home so if you haven't if you can't work from home you've lost your job and that's, thing that's, oh, mate, that's not but last night the shops opened and then like there's videos going around social media at the moment with <laughs> thousands of people pouring into kmart really? so what, yeah probably <laughs> a third day on the way
0: everyone's everyone's panic buying
1: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> interesting we're going off topics so we'll bring it back in a minute but just interesting enough i am i uh had a I was looking at the most sold online training programs um recently and the number one in the world grossing course is, is a zombie apocalypse course right now. Like number one in the world most okay. downloaded online course is zombie apocalypse.
1: <laughs> like Yeah that that pretty much is that pretty much proves you can sell anything online.
0: <laughs> but literally everybody's looking at this COVID thing they're thinking, right, when the vaccine comes out we're all gonna turn into zombies so we need to be prepared for this. Start digging holes in your back garden. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much so so any any agency owners out there you need to be signing up any clients that sell spades weapons <laughs> any kind of zombie apocalypse proof equipment they those are the clients to sign right now right bringing it yeah,
1: back just, <laughs> yeah
0: <go laughs> what were you saying I was going to say, just don't put all the
1: um, weapons and stuff in there, so your ad account gets banned because they like to oh, do that yeah. them as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want you don't want an ad account ban, right? Um, so, um, Lachlan, back to it. Um, so you, as I said, like you've you've had a lot of quick success, and you know what it takes to build a successful agency. But you've also gone through the slog and the shit as well, the ups and downs. And there's a lot of people who watch these interviews who are just getting started in social media marketing, um, or maybe they're on the fence to join the academy, or they've got started, they're in the same position you were in where you were plateauing. What would you say to that person in that position? What are the things that they really need to focus on, the things that, that, that separate them from somebody who just plateaus and just kind of stagnates to somebody who actually can build a successful agency?
1: Yeah, I reckon Um, comes down to prospecting, actually prospecting people you want to work with. I know that's been said a million times. And then in your outreach, like, get your face in there. Like, don't just send a message. Um, I know a lot of people just skip over and think it's a scam. But if you actually put your face to it, I think I've found a lot more success. I mentioned earlier with the phone calls last summer where I did 75, 100, close, none. They were all by, by the phone because I couldn't get anyone on Zoom. Now COVID's hit people are much more willing to jump on zoom. And I think that's really helped with it as well. Just people seeing my face and seeing that I'm a real person, not just like yeah. scamming like
0: down the road or something like that. For sure. For sure. Having your face is, is really important. Being able to sell to people. Like, like some people send me loom videos for me to look over and there's no face in it. And it, it's not, it's not personal at all. And when you're doing that you need that personal touch, are you sending stuff when you, I know you said you're doing follow-ups and stuff on Instagram. Is it your personal Instagram profile? Is it a business profile?
1: Uh, yeah, I've got a business profile, but the content on there isn't too flash. Uh, That's That's been lacking as well. I've been meaning to do that. I'll probably do that over the summer, get a few photo shoots or something going to upgrade the Instagram content. But yeah, just putting your face to it in the DMs or something like that, then people can see who you are and that sort of thing, rather than just judging you off.
0: The exactly who you are.
1: images are probably copied off somebody else anyway.
0: <laughs> sure, for sure. And what have your outreach numbers like? Have you been like? How many companies have you been reaching out to on a daily basis? Not now, uh, I know you're busy, but I mean, when you're on the, on, on the growth.
1: Yeah, when I, when I was doing just like text-based stuff and voice stuff, it was probably 20 to 30 per day. But once I started doing the looms, I probably hit, I think I hit 10 three days in a row and then just meetings come in. So then I was really busy. I cut down to five for a couple of weeks and then, yeah, got all those clients. So I've been pretty busy since then
0: amazing okay cool um so and one final thing i want to touch on and, and that's really important by the way and i repeat, preach about it all the time so i won't get into a, a rant now but outreach numbers are literally the number one the only thing which is going to like make ensure that you actually do sign up clients some like people will reach out and say hey, jordan i'm not having any success and reaching out to two three companies a day And you need to be reached out to 10 20 companies a day minimum in my opinion when you're on your growth there's no excuse for not doing that it takes up a lot of time but it's almost physically impossible to not sign up clients when you're reaching out to that large number as long as you're not totally screwing up your outreach now on that note with outreach you're doing sending loom videos what are the key things that you're saying in those loom videos how long are they looking can you give us a little bit of a framework for what you're including in them um and are, are you are you following what we, we go through in the academy have you tailored things i'm, I'm interested to know I
1: uh, probably am following what they have done in the academy but i can't, honestly can't remember watching it but pretty much it's just the introduction um, just going through their Instagram compliment, giving them a bit of a shit sandwich, as you say. Yeah. Um, just compliment their Instagram feed, go onto the website, pick apart their pixel if they've got that, and then just give them a bit of a competitor analysis. So if um, somebody's doing really well, have a few ads going, really good content, be like, look, these people are stealing money out of your hands pretty much. Yeah. And then just showing them a bit of a case study and then, uh, yeah, just reply to this email and um, we can go from there.
0: Love it, man. That is pretty much bang on exactly what we go for. Apart from the one thing you've added on there, is, which is really important for people, when they sign up a client, use a case study. I don't know what it is. Like Some people are afraid to use the existing clients that they have. It's like, you're building that relationship, you're making that client money, use them bloody case studies, because those are the things which you're gonna be able to leverage to sign up more clients. So in essence, guys, repeating that. Introduction, you've got a, you've got, you're complimenting these people. And this is something we don't go through this on YouTube, so use this information, right? In some kind of a compliment. Give someone a shit sandwich as a compliment, then some kind of an insult, right, right, or criticism, and then you're gonna compliment them again. Show them a competitor. This is who you could be. When you show someone a competitor, they're like, ah, no, screw that person. I'm better than them. We're, we're way better than them as a business. Like, well, actually, you're not because they're doing this and you're not. So then it makes them think, okay, I want to do this. And then the final piece there is, hey, I've already done this for another company. and This is the case study. These are the results that we've got. You literally cannot say no to that if you're a business owner who actually wants to develop and grow their business. You're covering every single angle.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny when you compare them to a um, competitor and then they come back. I actually had one chick come back on the Zoom call and the first thing she said to me, she was like, if you ever compare me to that company again, <laughs> no, I'm not jumping on the call with you. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I thought they're doing a better job than you. <laughs> and that, that's proof that it worked. It like pisses these people off. Yeah, out. Like, I'm not she, having yeah, she was, was pissed off. <laughs> good yeah she was pissed off.
0: <laughs> it's like you're riling them up it's like it's it's like being compared to an ex like you know you don't want yeah. that shit it's like i'm better than them like it's in the same <laughs> level for business owners so no you yeah. need a and, and, and competitor like comparison if you don't do it in your outreach you should do it in your your meeting strategy 110 percent um listen man let's round up this meeting I, I really appreciate your your time today and i hope this has been really valuable to everyone else is there anything else that you want to add any any hints or tips or anything you you want to you want to talk about before we round up
1: uh no just talking to a couple of people lately in the group that they haven't been utilizing it like reach out to your network and people that have already been successful or doing what you're doing use them as motivation get tips and ideas because that's really helping people like johnny allen in the group like i know he's pretty busy at the moment but he's helped me a fair bit and yeah yeah, just other people in there as well like it's full of value
0: 100 percent. i've noticed recently this huge like amount of more more engagement from the 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 more successful members of the of the academy people who have already got multi-six figure agency six figure whatever um who are really doing a great job who are who are committing a lot of their personal time in the evenings to like help other people in the community. And that is really important. When you're first starting out, now I'm not saying join the community and then uh, just straight away pester all the guys that are doing well, because you're going to piss them off and they're not going to want to help you, right? And learn the stuff first, start doing some bits. When you start struggling or when you've got a, a genuine question on something you've actually tried, then reach out to those people who will always be happy to help you. Uh, so yeah, surrounding yourself with other successful people is, is so important. It really is true that you do become the, the, the average of the top three to five people that you spend time with. Um, you surround yourself with those and it will elevate you. It motivates you. When you're having a shit day, when you're not hitting your targets, you see somebody else doing that, you've got an accountability partner or whatever you beat yourself up over it you're like well I definitely should be yeah doing it. it's like when
1: I was talking to a couple of other groups they were like yeah I signed three clients this week and I'm sitting there like I've just messaged 100 people and gotten up and I'm like I need to do something different and I need to
0: do something to sign up it's 100% man what yeah. I did eventually <laughs> good well you're killing it now and hopefully you continue it and and definitely take the time off for the rest of the year enjoy dude and then like, let me know if you need any help in the start of next year when you start building that team or whatever you need needing support on that yeah, I'll definitely be reaching out to a few people within the group. <laughs> get sure. that team built. Get it, get it going. That's the best. And then you can actually really put your feet up because I, I probably only do one or two hours work in the agency a day now. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the dream. That's, that's <laughs> get a couple of want. those holidays going to Ibiza
0: or something. That's it. That's it. That's what we need. We need we night need no beef for mastermind.
1: <laughs>
0: that's it yeah <laughs> even the London one wouldn't be good for me <laughs> yeah, yeah no as soon as we can I'm going to get the, the the awards evening the affluent awards evening sorted out so anyway man thank you so much for this guys I hope you had loads of value from this um please do drop down a comment below with uh, your favorite part of this interview share it with somebody else uh, who will enjoy it and yeah I will see you all again very very soon thank you so much Lachlan and I'll speak to you soon as well dude. cheers cheers catch up